Hey y'all, it's Cheyenne. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sacred Sweet Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, hi, I'm your host Cheyenne. If this is your second, third, fourth, or fifth time joining me, hi, thank you for coming back again and again and hanging out with me. How you guys doing? I've been seeing a lot of spikes recently in COVID-19 and I'm really, really hoping that we don't end up on another stay at home or another quarantine. So here's hoping, but I'm not sure. I know that the state of Texas has started putting restrictions back and Michigan has halted reopening on some things. I also know that as of today, I believe Wisconsin has also gone into a high number of spikes. So I'm not sure exactly what to make out of that. Today, we're going to be talking about a case that is very strange, and we're going to be talking about a case that's very recent. It happened back in around December of 2018, 2019. It happened between the past two years. We're going to be talking about the case of Grant Amato. He is a man who ended up with an internet addiction to a cam model and ended up killing his family. Well, the story is very basic. There's not much that um, I can really tell you about his upbringing, except that he didn't really seem to have many friends. And he basically relied on his brother, Cody, to introduce him to people. And Grant was the type of person that lived in his parents' home, didn't work a job, didn't seem to do anything. He just kind of sponged off everybody that was there. His brother Cody seemed to pretty much float him and he had everything together. They also have another older sibling too. Cody is the middle child and Grant is the baby. However, Grant ended up living back at home with his parents. And one day he had went on to a site called camgirls.com. And those type of sites are where you can pay for interaction with a cam model. And you can pay to have private chats with them and the chats can either stay PG-13 or they can go very, very adult very, very quickly, such as watching them perform sex acts or having them to do things for your view and pleasure. You can pretty much use your imagination. While he was on the site, he ended up finding a cam model named Sylvie who is in Bulgaria. Now, I do not know if this is her real name or if this is just her cam girl name, but this is what she was referred to the whole time that him and her were having interaction. And so that's what she will be referred to in this episode. He started spending more time with Sylvie and ended up becoming obsessed with her to the point that he would spend $600 to spend two hours with her and would send her lingerie, would send her sex toys and would want private attention. He was telling her that he was a successful YouTube gamer, that he made all kinds of money, that he had all kinds of things. And in reality, he was stealing from his parents, borrowing money from his brother Cody, and using this money to pay to spend time with her. His parents ended up finding out and they threw him out of the house, which was rightfully so. And he ended up moving in with his aunt for a little bit. And while staying at his aunt's house, she had said he seemed depressed. So they had put the guns that they had up and they were letting him stay. They started noting the unusual charges and he was using his aunt, his uncle, his grandmother, his grandfather, and had even used a friend's credit card while on vacation in Japan with his brother Cody and the friend for an anime convention he had used his friend's credit card and spent $600 to spend time with Sylvie. They had 
staged an intervention and his family had went financially broke and he ended up spending in total around $250,000, which had ruined his father's retirement. And they had staged an intervention and had paid $15,000 to send him to a treatment facility. However, after two weeks of him telling the doctors everything they wanted to hear, they let him go. Now, the family was very supportive and this family seemed very close-knit and like they really cared a lot about him. However, it didn't seem to get him past it. They had told him that they needed him to get a job, try to pay back some of the debt, that he had ruined his father's retirement. They had forbid him from using the computer, forbid him from any kind of internet access. However, because he was his mother's baby, she was still allowing him to sneak on and spend time with Sylvie. His father ended up finding out about this and had demanded that he leave. He had claimed that he had left, and a couple hours later, the police found the dead bodies of Grant's mother, Grant's father, and Grant's brother. All three had been shot, and their bodies, except for Grant's mother, had been moved around to stage it to look as if Cody had committed a murder-suicide, taking care of the problem so that Grant would no longer be in trouble. He had lied to the police and had told them that Cody said he would take care of it. However, when the police went to the hotel room where they found Grant, he had just immediately got on his knees and surrendered to be arrested. Never asked the police why he was being arrested. Never talked to the police at all. All he did was just, okay, arrest me. His older brother had come down there and had wanted to speak to him. And, and he just, he looked him right in the eye and said he didn't do it. He just lied to him and it was heartbreaking because this family tried so hard and they wanted so many good things for him and he killed them. And he wrote an eight page apology letter to Sylvie and during court trial, they had showed a picture of her on the screen and he just had this sick, obsessive stare on her. There was kind of a question of if they would bring her into the courtroom. I'm not sure if they did because I wasn't able to find that. I don't know if she's still active as a cam model either. I mean, considering, I mean, I can understand that she shouldn't be held accountable, but in a way she should because his addiction to her caused people to die and he had stole over $250,000 from multiple people. So, I mean, I don't know. I know that his trial didn't last long. I think the jury had deliberated for about eight hours and had decided life imprisonment without the possibility of parole for him. And he will serve out the rest of his days. This story takes place in Florida. And like some of the stories that have come out of Florida, it's not as crazy as it could have been. But, you know, so that's pretty much it. There's a lot more information if you want to look it up yourself. There's YouTube videos of the actual interrogation where him and his brother talk. There's also some of the courtroom TV footage. So if you guys want to see more there's kind of, it's basically what I said, only it's like a lengthened version and kind of like, you know, more things, more in depth, his own words. And he had also lied and had said that he had a note from Cody, which was later determined to be written by Grant, which was going to stage and kind of push the idea that Cody had killed the parents. And that is basically it. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to everyone that has got me to over 1,300 listens. Thank you to everyone who has and will listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. It means a lot more than I can possibly ever tell you guys. There's a couple cases that I've been following and they do not have any updates yet, such as the Susan Morphew case and the Allison Watterson case, which I just posted before this. So if you want to listen to that, I will have a couple new shows coming. However, due to stay at home being over for the moment, I am working my full time job now. I do work from home, but it requires a little bit more attention now since quarantine is over for the moment. And so episodes have not been daily like they were during quarantine, but I am trying to keep as active as I can for you guys. So please be patient. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can find Sickly Sweet Podcasts on Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Anchor, as well as most podcasts and platforms. You can also find Sickly Sweet Podcasts on, on Instagram, which is where I'm most active. I do have a Twitter account that you can follow, but like I said, I'm not there. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on the case. And until next time, take care, y'all.